want some advice, I'll give you some advice. Unqualified advice. From unqualified people. Are you professional or not? No way. For sake, man, you're amateur. Answering questions whether you like it or not. This is the Ill-Advised Podcast. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> Welcome back, you ill advisors, to episode 44. Oh, ill advisors, what a glorious night. The 44. This yeah. is awesome. Thank you. It's our first episode of 2019. It is, actually. God, we're slacking. I guess. Not really. I mean, it just barely oh, was 2019. It barely is. Yeah. Dude, for the last year, I don't remember. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, 2018 seemed like a bit of a dumpster fire. Yeah. In for general, everyone. for a lot of people, yeah. For everyone, I think that was just a global thing. Yeah, like the uh, the whole country, just dumpster fire, all dumpster fire, the whole dude. thing, yeah. But hey, yep. new year, new you, right? Yep, yep. We're sorry for those of you that are uh, government workers that are not working or furloughed or whatever else. Maybe you're just having a really nice vacation and running out of money. You know? uh, that's exactly what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, that's uh, what happens to me when I go to Vegas for any days more than three. Yeah. Now you know what it likes to feel like me. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't make very much money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might not either. It's yeah. kind of hard to say. It depends on the job, really. Yeah, yeah. But shit's going awry. I, like, you know me. I'm an anarchist in a sort. I'm like, sure. fuck the government. Well, but our national it's parks, happening. It's yeah, happening. Our national parks are getting trashed, and, yeah. and TSA agents are uh, calling in sick in droves. And, well, I mean, what were they going to do? Just show up and be like this. I'm not getting paid for this. Yeah. I'm going to finger fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were finger fucking anyone anyway. You know, uh, I always have a weird relationship with TSA, TSA like agents it. in general because I don't, you know, to be honest with you, I don't believe in general that they stop terrorists. I don't believe that. They don't. Actually, it's a I waste of taxpayer yeah, money. TSA. I really honestly think that, too. I feel like uh, like security at airports before 9/11. I only went on like two flights before 9/11. I was I think 17, 18, something like that, when 9/11 happened. Right when TSA was created and the whole yeah. security got upped. But I remember security at that time being still fairly strict. You know, they, they still had the bag that you had to scan yeah. and look into. And then um, afterwards, it all kind of started uh, snowballing out of control a little bit to where it is now. And the last time I was on a flight was not very long ago, like a couple months ago. And this guy said that I was selected for a random screening. And I said, that's fine, man. I'm not really wearing much of anything that would be hiding anything. You know, it was nice enough outside here. I was wearing like a... a like a long sleeve shirt and some pants. And I was like, you have my bag over there. Search the bag all you want. He's like, no, I have to search your person. I was like, okay, what part? You know, whatever. <laughs> and he goes, I'm going to search your groin. And I was like, all right, <laughs> what, whatever, man. <laughs> and he goes, I'm going to, I'm going to lock my hands together <laughs> and then rub the back of my hands across your, across your crotch. He might've said groin. 
good as a crotch. It's kind of hard to say. And uh, and then see if there's anything in there. I was like, well, there's something in there. <laughs> you know? And he goes, that's not what I'm talking about. And I was like, I understand what you're talking about. I can tell you that there's only one thing in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then he still, he gave me the pressed ham, you know? Like, he, he still pressed meated me. And he was, like, kneading it around like some bread dough. And I was like, well, uh, just the one thing. <laughs> just the one thing in there. Quit knocking my dick around <laughs> the back of your hand, man. And he just goes, okay, you're clean. And I was like, not anymore. Feel dirty. <laughs> Thank like, you for that. Yep, like watching Boogie Nights. Feel like I kind of have to take a shower now. <laughs> Someone knocking my cock around <laughs> in my pants. Then he goes, oh, sir, you are no Dirk Diggler. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> my wife, actually, at the end of it, she didn't get screened. And she goes... Well, someone got their dick played with, I guess. I don't have to do it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Well done. Yeah. I was like, well, well played, lady. Well yeah, played. I remember right after 9-11, and I was flying, I think, out of Columbus somewhere. And I just remember there's, like, guards. Like, there were soldiers. Yeah. M-16s right after 9-11. Yeah. And holy shit. Yeah, that stopped terrorists. Yeah. These TSA guys fucking diddling your dick well and even yeah. so at that point they're like uh terrorists are like well we already did that mm-hmm. it worked we don't need to play the same song twice and they did it for a long time well and i don't think honestly they were like this guy wanted to put a bomb in his shoe and i'm like was it for the plane or was it for something else like yeah there may have been a bomb in his shoe but yeah this was it really word. a bomb in his shoe this is the worst rendition of Saturday Night Fever ever. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh, the guy strapped a bomb to his dick. It's like, yeah, but seriously, though, I mean, really, do you think, I well, mean, with the dick, though, I don't, ah, ah, and then, like, all TSA. We're checking the- everyone's dick, like, oh, shit. Yeah, so as far as the government shutdown goes, Fine, TSA could go, but there's some other people that need to get back to work. Well, there's a lot and of I people. And I better get my fucking tax return. That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, you're not. You're not. Yeah, probably not for a while. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of people that need to get back to work, and it's all it's all dumb. It's all dumb. If the government shut down, why are they still taking taxes? Well, fuckers. Be, yeah, I mean that part's not shut down. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, well, oh, we no. still need money. Yeah, they're. Yeah. yeah, they're still robbing us. Yeah, the people that, that take money, yeah, keep them here. They're essential. But people that give back money, fuck those people. Fuck, yeah. they can go home. <laughs> yeah, they can go home <laughs> and eat ramen. Yeah, like ta- tax returns. Fuck that. We'll keep it. So, pay off all of our fucking debt. You know, it's weird. I don't know if they're going to pay off fucking five uh, or 29 trillion fucking dollars in debt by sending home the people with tax returns. Be like, we're not doing tax returns this yeah. year. Not, th- not this year. Yeah. yeah. We're on strike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the major league baseball. Yeah, we need to uh, we need to um, recover twenty nine trillion. So we're gonna go ahead and keep this two hundred dollars that we're given. Yeah, these, this housekeeper. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> oh God, this this thing's a mess. <laughs> yeah, I thought really Mexico is. was gonna pay for the wall. Now you shut down the whole government until we do. This is horseshit. Yeah, I well, the whole thing is funny because it's like, oh, well. Obviously, they are not going to. They weren't ever. No, they weren't ever. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, they're going to pay for it. And the guy actually at the time goes, no. No. No, we're not. No. No, yeah. senor. Yeah, no, senor. 
There will oh. be no pain for this wall. Yeah. And then he goes, well, they're going to. He's like, no. Or I'm going like, to shut down my government. Yeah. I just, I, I, he goes, well, we're going to have NAFTA. We're going to take it. We're going to go after NAFTA so they don't. And then, uh, <laughs> and then he was like, avocado is going to be more expensive. <laughs> and then uh, some people, you know, cried about the avocados and whatever else. And then uh, the majority of avocados grown and sold in the country in California. Yeah, anyway. in California anyway. Yeah, we, yeah. we import very little avocados. Yeah. We import a lot of other stuff. You know, that's fine. It's just it's just funny to me now that everyone has the Internet. Everyone has the Internet and everyone can see where things come from. And so the government going, well, all this stuff is happening now. And everyone's like, well, the Internet doesn't say that it's happening. Doesn't really matter who the government is, really. There's there's information now, so unless you go to a totalitarian government or an authoritarian government, yeah. where you control what is released on the internet, which I understand they've tried with the uh, with the net neutrality thing. Yeah, um, you're gonna not be able to lie, no, or even like qualify certain things, like oh the. There's there we <coughs> the border protection uh, protection people have caught like 300 terrorists in the last three years. And it's like know? yeah, but not from the southern border, and they've caught them in internationally. It's not you know like the inter- the information is super easy to find. Like it's not the 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 Department of Homeland Security puts that shit on the internet, and people can go like ooh, and then when you say it aloud, like you're a fucking idiot. People go on there and be like, oh, yeah, well, not really. Well, that's the thing with our uh, society today. We're in touch with more information than we've ever, ever, ever been in the history of mankind. But yet we get all of our news from memes. Yeah. Memes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't really, but I, I can't. I watch the real news and I get so depressed. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, shit's fucked. Too. You know? Shit is like, fucked. I'm trying to get ready for work going, Good shit. What the fuck am I going to do today? I'm not doing anything good. Yeah. If I was working for the government, I'd just stay home in bed. Yeah. Shit's That's what all, I would do. Shit's all fucked up. Shit's all fucked up. It's cold as fuck. Yeah. I mean, we're in an area where it is really cold. For those of you that are in a warm area, good for you, I guess. Yeah. We're, we're, I'm sitting there going like, ah, shit's cold as fuck. And yeah. Shit's all fucked up with the world. It's like minus 40 right now. Yeah. I don't fucking know. And then we're it's just, just cold. I'm just like. What have I got to get? What have I got going on for me? God damn it! Just it's all fucked. Yeah. Up. All I know is I woke up, my penis and and testicles. It was so cold they retracted way up in my abdomen. Yeah. It was. It's. I, it's I like look a, like a Ken doll right now. It's like a turtle scenario when they're yeah. way way too shy. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you a grower or a shower? It's I'm, like I'm neither well, right yeah, now. Yeah. Right now, I mean. You could probably yell at it and get it to come out for a minute. <laughs> no shit. Right now, I, I'm on the Vienna Boys Choir. Yeah. That's what I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> you notice there's probably like a, a really uh, short influx of, uh, of hookers in this area where we're at right now because it's like, well, none of these guys are really able to perform because we just, I can't scream at a dick for 45 <laughs> yeah. minutes before it like pops his head out and goes, what? <laughs> yeah. Last John that came by just had a fire starter said start a fire. 
I'm cold. Yeah. <laughs> like I have to hold a hand warmer up to yeah. his, his dick and balls to get it to come out enough that I can make it hard. Yeah. It was the weirdest show of Naked and Afraid ever. Yeah, I don't have that kind of resources. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to get right into the first question right after this. We know you love the show, but do you want us to tell us how much you love the show? Well, now you can pretty easily. You can find us on Twitter at Dear Ill Advised, at our Gmail, Dear Ill Advised, at gmail.com, on Facebook, at Dear Ill Advised, and always on our website, illadvised.podbean.com. All right, question one. I am 25, tall, curvy, not ugly, and a painter. I have good friends and a wonderful boyfriend, but for three years now, I have stalked the beautiful girl my ex-boyfriend dumped me for. I have long let go of my feelings for my ex-boyfriend. She's the one I can't shake. I'm embarrassed by it. I don't want to be this kind of woman. I check her Instagram and Facebook multiple times a day. Although I have never met her, I feel my insecurities mount with each glimpse into her life. It doesn't help that she's one of those super skinny types with perfect bone structure and a busy social life. So every time I see a new photo she posts of herself, I fall a little inside. I don't know what that means. This whole cycle of checking on her makes me feel small, mentally weak, and incompetent. How do I break it? Seeking your spiritual guidance. Well, the reverend's here. <laughs> I do think it's funny yeah. that uh, that this girl has has stopped stopped worrying about the ex-boyfriend. I don't feel like it's true, really. Like, if she was going to be over the ex-boyfriend, she would probably get over the ex-girlfriend, the, the, the new girlfriend, right? Like, she goes, well, why did he pick her? Yeah. Kind of, right? Well, obviously, she's skinny, has perfect bone structure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who but, wouldn't? But it's like... Uh, you know, um, if she was if she was going to be just fine with it, like I dumped that guy, and he's he's a piece of shit. You know, like <laughs> yeah, he's just real this big piece of shit. Like he's he codes. He's just fat and just woo, woo, and then he gets this like super hot girlfriend, and she goes, "Well, I dumped him." You know, whatever. Fuck, fuck that. You know, I feel like she'd be fine with with the girlfriend and whatever. She's got a fine life, apparently. She says. And then she's like, but that fucking girl makes me insecure. But why? She hasn't let go yet. That's a Yeah, that's kind of a thing. She hasn't <laughs> just, let go. For one, like the boyfriend, uh, did it actually say who dumped who? No. Okay, so I assume after the breakup, rather be him or mutual. You know, this is this is the replacement, and she's... Hold on, hold on. The be- uh, the girl my ex-boyfriend dumped me for. Oh, oh so yeah. it, was, it was him ending the relationship. Yeah. Well, that's... Sorry. Yeah, that's, that makes more sense now. Yeah, I because. guess, but I mean, still, after three years, she doesn't give a shit about him, she says. She only cares about the girl, which is insane. It's a little bit insane, yeah. It's insane. Because if you didn't give a shit about him as much, you wouldn't care about her. Like, she dumped him, or the other way around. Yeah. He dumped her, and if she was fine with it, she would go, you date who the fuck you want, whatever else. I'll see you later. But if she actually still cared, then it would be like, who the fuck you dating? What's this? God damn, she's hot, you know? 
And she's she's obviously fairly self confident, where she's just like, yeah. I'm curvy and I'm 25 and I'm tall, blah 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 blah. I'm a painter. Yeah, whatever else. <laughs> I don't know if she says it like that. I hope not. I got yeah. Like, no I'm wonder. I'm 25. I'm tall. I'm curvy and I'm a painter. No wonder he dumped you. Yeah. You sound like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do think though too. It's funny what she describes about her. She's like uh, skinny, has a perfect bone structure. In a busy social life. Yeah, what constitutes as a busy <laughs> yeah. social life? It's just she posts a lot of the internet because I got to tell yeah. you, a lot of those people don't really uh, do a lot of that stuff. They don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of they it is staged. don't at all, yeah. So that if she's like following social media on this girl and she's just like, look at this, look at this, look at this. And it's like, oh shit, she's so busy with her social life. God, that's, that's amazing. It's like... Oh, I barely left my house today. I just am taking a lot of pictures. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed. It, her life on the internet is not as exciting as she portrays it. What's really going on is her and your ex-boyfriend are at home binge-watching some shit show on Netflix, and she's complaining he farts too much in his sleep. Yeah, maybe. That's you know, exactly what's going on. What might also be is that he's cool with her going to all these random places because she's an Instagram model or some shit, you know, and she's off in the the Seychelles and the in the Caribbean and all that shit, just taking pictures. And he's just at home going like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Really, she's off doing her thing, and I don't care, you know. Yeah. So. There's there's that thing too, I guess. I'm running my fantasy football league. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. And the whole thing too is that she's like, I've got I wanna know what the boyfriend of this lady feels like. Where he's just like, Are you looking at her fucking Facebook again? <laughs> Shit. Leave it alone, lady. She doesn't fucking matter. Not at all. We're about to get kicked out of our apartment and you don't give a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's too busy taking pictures. She don't want to work. Yeah. Her and her social life are too busy. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have two jobs. Yeah. He's like, I have a wonderful boyfriend. It's like, you've said nothing about your boyfriend besides that yeah. he's wonderful. And you've talked so much about how all the attributes of this girl and how she makes you feel insecure. Yeah. It's like, who, who's your boyfriend? Uh, George Glass? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where it's just kind of yeah. like... It's just kind of like, uh, are are you sure that you're okay about this whole breakup thing? And if it were if I were the boyfriend, I'd be the whole time. I'd be like, she's just sitting there on the TV. Like, well, apparently she's in the Caribbean now. It's like, okay, it's like, is she? Look at this stupid fucking bikini with a thing. Yeah, she's just such a slut. It's like her perfect bone structure. Okay, and a bikini. I wish I had that, but like I, lo- I like the way you look now. It's like, God damn, you don't even know. You're so stupid, Greg. <laughs> Greg, you're stupid. Okay. You shouldn't even be dating me, Greg. Look at this fucking bullshit, Greg. Like, you should be dating her. Yeah. He's like, you should leave me for her. Do you do you think if I I did date her, she would also look at other girls on Instagram and Facebook all the goddamn time? <laughs> She's a kind of obsessed. <laughs> I just and wait, I don't. Does it does it happen an awful lot to women? And that this is the question I have for the for the zeitgeist. Maybe the whole group of of women. I the whole group, the six women that listen to the show. Um, <laughs> can you can you like Facebook us or or tweet us? 
and say, do you really just eyeball ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend's girlfriends now or wives or whatever else and just and just stalk the fuck out of them for no reason? Because I, I want to know, what does it gain you? Really, what does it gain? They're like, you, do you go like this? Oh, she had a bad day. Fuck, I feel good. I feel good about this. Uh, my life is better now that she had a real shitty day. You know, like what? What do you gain from stalking these exes in general? Well, obviously, obviously, she can't let go. She says, "I have no interest whatsoever in the ex-boyfriend." Yeah, she goes, "I've long let yeah. go of my feelings." No, you have not. <laughs> yeah. the, the truth is, you were let down. Yeah, you d- felt let down. He moved on with somebody else, dumped you for this perfect person with perfect bone structure. Yeah. And skinny, and you can't get over it. You still can't get over it. Yeah, and she is twenty five. I'll give her that. Maybe she's young, and that's what's going on. I again, I, I'm a little departed from that. I don't know. I don't know if that that that's kind of like the norm now, where you just stalk ex ex ex's new girlfriends, boyfriends. I have no idea. Is that? Do you think that's the thing, Bill? I have it, no idea. I I don't know. You've dated girls that were this age. Oh, I have. And I'm much older. <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is that have they mentioned it to you while they're dating you? Like, look at what this girl's doing no. now, cunt. <laughs> no. <laughs> None of them have. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. Good. Most yeah, I'm happy for that. <laughs> I do. I do um, feel like it's maybe an awkward home situation for the boyfriend, really, where he's just kind of like, I made. I made popcorn, and she was like, "Yeah, well, he's taking her on a fucking cruise." Yeah. It's like, well, I don't, I don't know what you want from me now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna go play World of Warcraft. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> "At least uh, there, people appreciate me, Gene." Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not with him right now, yeah. but I mean, if you'd like to be, you can go ahead and try. I'm giving you my blessing on that one. Yeah, you, that's, that's our spiritual advice for you. Yeah. Get the fuck uh, over it, also, crazy. Also, you were 25, tall, curvy, and a painter. We, we know that much about you. Um, did it also say that you maybe were maniacal, insane, <laughs> and controlling, and a little bit off-putting? Because that could have also yeah. been the explanation. Not and so the much the lazy eye doesn't do you a favor either. <laughs> well, I'm not even talking about the physical attributes. Yeah. Really, let's go. Let's go to the emotional stuff. Were you an insane person, and are you currently an insane person with ovaries? Which is probably going to be the case. I'm going to go ahead and answer for her. yes. Yeah, because I will tell you this: that physical attributes are well and good. But if you are incredibly physically attracted to a woman, speaking of a man who has been this multiple times, uh, physical attraction to a woman can often be tempered by just the sheer insanity of that same woman. That's true. Where you are just saying to yourself, whoa, hey, uh, yes, I could probably do, I could probably have a lot of fun. Yeah. I just don't know that I could really take Seal's face and make it into a sculpture. <laughs> I don't I don't think I can do ground zero to uh to Freedom Tower in that little bit of time. Like I don't think I have that kind of 
energy, really. And I just don't, I just can't bring myself to be with a person who is such a psychopath. Really, I can't. I Actually, yeah, you're very right. I remember one time I was leaving work. It was that night I had uh, Satan come pick me up. And I got, and I said goodbye to the ladies at the counter. Goodbye. See you later. Satan is is Bill's ex lady, oh, by well, the way. Uh, one of them. Ah, mother of my kids. Yeah, Satan. I got in the car and she bitched at me the whole fucking time, from where we work, all the way home, of how I was flirting. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I said goodbye to people. It was like. Good night. See you later. Yeah. And I was flirting. Yes. There you go. You were probably that lady, and that's why he left you for the skinny girl with the perfect bone structure. Yeah. I was uh, I was playing in a band, uh, playing an Earth Day show, oddly enough. All right. At the University of Wyoming, I was playing a band. I was playing a show, and uh, I was dating a girl who I did not think was... Uh, I didn't know much about her, honestly, um, but I did not think she was the jealous type. And I had a female friend walk by and cheer for the band in general, which I thought was very nice. She was trying to support the band, and she was a friend. You know, she was not an ex-girlfriend, or I think she was a friend. And the girl goes, that's my boyfriend, bitch. And it was like easily heard over the concert. And then she confronts her, and they start screaming. Holy shit. And we had to stop the concert because of the screaming ladies. And it was one screaming and the other one going, I don't know what you're screaming about. And uh, and then right after that, I dumped her, obviously. And she goes, you're dubbing me for that fucking lady. I was like, no, <laughs> no, no. You're just a fucking psychopath. Kind of, yes. You know? <laughs> like, I feel like I'm dumping you, and then I'm dumping you with an asterisk. Like, I feel like if I dumped you right now, I'm telling my friends, just so if I end up dead, they know who did it. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of just recently happened to me after one of our shows we did uh, with the punk bands. Mm. Yeah, I was accused of having numerous ladies slap my ass. <laughs> I was like, I don't think anyone slapped my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like such a thing yeah. that could be proven. You know, yeah. like like yeah. those girls were all slapping your ass. You're like, yeah. my ass was not slapped the entire time. No, I don't remember an instance when my ass was slapped. <laughs> yeah, they're going to go like, hmm, I want to slap the ass of the tall, lanky comedian. <laughs> or the hot musician. Yeah, right. Those guys yeah. that are from California. Yeah, that came up. That look like they're from California. Yeah. That are really just playing their hearts out up there, and they're really like rocking out. They did a good job, by Fuck, the way. Fuck, they were yeah, great. They Divided were great. Heaven, one of the best bands you'll ever see live. Yeah, they go see them live. Yeah. Yeah. Women <laughs> are clamoring to go spank the ass of the tall, pasty, white, pell comedian <laughs> i mean over you, you and i did both yeah. bolted sets that night and i don't remember no one slapping your ass i don't either yeah and i was there one girl <laughs> did get aggressive though and pushed me against the jukebox and was and goes you make fun of me again i swear <laughs> yeah. to god i'm gonna murder you yeah 
That's exactly why. <laughs> no, we took pictures. It was weird. Yeah, um, I remember. I was ra- I was standing yeah, right there. Yeah, that was fun. And then <laughs> my, the girl I was seeing at the time, a pretty curvy girl. Yeah. She got in the vehicle before she slammed the door. Door goes, don't cheat on me. <laughs> and her friend took her home. I was like, oh, God damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, fun. Wasn't planning on it. Yeah. But thank you for giving me the information yeah. there. Yeah. If only there was a skinny girl here with perfect bone structure, I would dump <laughs> you so quick. I would yeah. dump you and make you jealous for years over yeah. social media. All over this yeah. girl. None of that happened. We actually went to a different place, and uh, I hung out with our lesbian fan base. It was fucking awesome. Which seems to be aggressive. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one in particular is very aggressive. Yeah, Robert, she th- she threatened me a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. it was fantastic. <laughs> I've had that berating once before. I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, I get it. And the girl that did it, we were firefighters together. It's like, sis, I have your back. You know, you don't have to worry about me moving on on your wife. You know, I besides, I don't think she's interested in me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at all. but the whole thing too is that it just kind of boils down to the fact that this lady is pretty insane yes regardless of whatever else this lady's insane very insane and the fact that she's like i need help stopping this like just stop yeah just stop you just stop you counted your blessings in this question you have a great boyfriend you're 25 (laughs) you're curvy but not ugly and you're a painter. Yeah, all those things. Great. Focus great. on that shit. Yeah, great. I don't know what kind of painter you yeah. are. If you uh, Maybe a house painter. Yeah, if you were in the overalls and you're painting houses. Yeah, I don't know Some either. people enjoy that shit. Yeah, whatever, whatever you got going on. Yeah. Just just stop. Just stop. Yeah, just fucking just stop. stop. Stop being a fucking sociopath. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That's, that's really the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, enjoy what you have. Stop fucking worrying about what they have. Yeah. And it's be not good. real anyway. Yeah, just, you'll be fine. I'm Honey, telling you, you have personal experience. Just stop being like, oh, look at those people having a good time. Yeah. Wish I could have a good time. Just be like, have a good time with what you fucking have. Yeah. You can have a good time too. Fuck it. The other day, I was having a conversation with a friend. And he goes, I live vicariously through you. You lead such a colorful lifestyle. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, like, what do you think I do? Like, I go on stage, I tell some jokes, and then it's like pussy for days. <laughs> no, is it that way, Bill? No, not at all. Yeah, I was gonna happens. say. I get off stage. The club we're usually performing at will give us a little bit of a bar tab. Yeah. I choke down a scotch. I go home, eat a hungry man, cry why I'm so lonely. Then I go to bed. I wake up, go to work. Yeah, we usually have a good time after the sets, Actually, really. we really do. Yeah, it's we have a good fun. time. But it's never really like, hey, look at all this vagina. Yeah. I don't know who would say it like that. <laughs> I'm not from I'm not from New York. Like, hey, look at this vagina. <laughs> yeah, I'm crawling in it. There's yeah. just so much. I don't know what to do. I'm drowning. <laughs> crawling in vagina. <laughs> yeah. No, usually not. No. It's it's really just we have a good time with the people that are there. They listen to the jokes. They have a good time with us. They tell us some jokes, which is all well and good. And then uh and then we go home. Yep, that's it. That is it. And that is a colorful lifestyle you see on social media. <laughs> 
Yeah. That is that very sociable lifestyle, which isn't real. So count your fucking blessings, lady. Yeah. That you have a boyfriend that puts up with your shit. Yes. Or you paint houses. Or whatever. And he likes being around your curvy tits. Yeah. There's your spiritual advice. Boom. Everybody, you have a question for us? Please follow and reach us on our Twitter at Dear Ill Advised and at Gmail at Dear Ill Advised at gmail.com. Also reach us on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised. And if you want to reach us on our website, please feel free to do so. We are at illadvised.podbean.com. Well, I definitely have a question here that we probably are not qualified to answer <laughs> at all. But anyways, it reads, why can't black people get over slavery? It happened over 400 years ago. The Jews, Italians, and Irish did. Black people enslaved their own people, too. Well, shit. So here, oh. so here, is, here is where I want to start with this question. He is saying that the Jews... The Irish and the Italians got over the slavery. Yeah. And the Jews, I can understand with the slavery thing about, you know, being in the Egyptian area, the Egyptian era itself. Yeah. Uh, but Actually, it was proven that when it comes to Jewish slavery, they think, when oh, well, it was the Jewish slaves that built the pyramids or whatever. It wasn't. It wasn't at all. It was actually workers. Yeah, but but the the Jews yeah. were slaves in the Egyptian era at some point in time, yeah. uh, and probably others, right, because they have a historied past. But is he speaking about Irish and Italian discrimination? Or slavery, because I don't remember ever Italians and Irish being slaves in the I country. don't remember the Italians at all being slaves, but yes, there are a few references of Irish slaves. In, t- in this country? In this country, yes. And mostly it would be indentured servitude, though. Yeah, okay. When it was uh, here, Canada, the Caribbean, and or Australia. Okay, so indentured servitude, I'll yeah. give you. I don't still... I still I still discard the Italian comment on this yeah, one. Yeah, I don't know really the Jewish and the Italian comment on this. Uh, yeah, in America, though, Jews were never slaves in America. No. They Discriminated weren't. against, I'll give you. Oh, in some instances, still. Yes. Yeah, I still. think that there's a lot of so there's still a lot of anti-Semitism in America about that one. Uh, but, it, but in general, though, I think that the other three uh, ethnic groups, if you will— Inside of this, the statement were never slaves to the degree no. that that African Americans were uh, no. in this country. No, uh, a good book to read about this is called Africans in America. Yeah, and it talks about the slave trade and slaves, and it's in their own documentation of what it was really like. Yeah, so and it's heartbreaking to read. Well, yeah, but that's that's kind of the whole thing. This guy's like, well, these people forgave it. Like, forgave what? Yeah, man, forgave fucking what? Did these other three groups forgive? In general, what do they forgive? Like, yeah, shit was hard. Shit was hard for everyone. Why yeah, can't they just get over it. Oh, fuck. Okay, here's just, the thing. I had a rough go. Fine. Yeah, sure. Some of our ancestors came over here. The Irish ancestors. That were uh, indentured servitude uh, and shit like that. And they were sent 
wherever the British Empire was. Yeah, but I I also think that it wasn't just Irish, really. It was people that couldn't really deal with a lot of other things with life, came here, and then they were indentured servants. They just happened to be Irish. Or... Or they just happened to be Italians well, in general. Well, the Scottish were in that lot, too. Uh, what what yeah. happened is if... Uh, you were an Irish guy, let's just say, during the potato famine. Yeah. Uh, or even before that, even when it was British colonization of the Irish, uh, the Irish island. You know, some dude that stole a loaf of bread, you know, was, was uh, a criminal and therefore a dented servant. Sure. They would send them to Canada, American colonies, uh, the Caribbean, you know, and later on into Australia. Okay. As, as sli- basically, yes, yeah, slaves. Okay. That's uh, but the whole problem is like uh, when you talk about the uh, the Irish experience when it comes to slavery or indentured servitude. Uh, and the great thing is uh, there's a lot of documentation about the Irish and the the black experiences <laughs> in early America. Yeah. And you know, and I I hate the N word, and I will never use it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what they said, there used to be two inward classes. One was green, one was black. Mm. And uh, the Irish, especially in the country in the early days, a lot of them were violently opposed to uh, granting freedom to the blacks. Sure. Because they knew, well, if the blacks are free, we have to compete with the same jobs because we are at the bottom of the rung. Oh, sure. You know, uh, and they depicted our people as, as uh, monkeys just like uh, the black people. They depict us as, as apes, really. But the only thing we really had going for us is uh, when we started voting in numbers. And you were white. Yeah. You were white for one. You were actually white. But um, that's another thing, too, when it comes to early American uh, slavery. Was It wasn't black or white back in the day. Yeah. It was a Christian, non-Christian. Yeah. So, but then it became a black and white issue. Yeah. But the Irish, one, they were white. And two, they weren't considered white until they started voting. Ah. The green machine. (laughs) And that's uh, when they started voting, then they started getting their rights and all that kind of shit. Because they, under the law, which is fucked up in our own country. Yeah. This is why I don't blame black people for not getting (laughs) over it. Because in our country... Because they were white, they had rights where the blacks didn't. Oh, yeah. And it took up until Martin Luther King to march across that bridge to get civil rights for every American, black and white, is why black people can't get over slavery, you dipshit. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) It's like it was uh, Civil Rights Act of 1960-whatever, 1969, right? 67? Uh, Yeah. Something like that. That uh, w- that the three fifths compromise was officially overturned, yeah. even though it wasn't really in effect anymore. The three fifths yeah. compromise was part of the actual Bill of Rights or the Constitution. Right. I can't remember which one. And um, it wasn't officially overturned in the country until the sixties. Yeah, when yeah. Jim Irish Crow. Jim Crow laws. Yes. I mean, the government of the United States actively had to send soldiers on our own soil to places in the South just to integrate schools. Yes. And that that was on color television. 
Yes. That's how fucking modern that is. Yes. And I don't blame them for being a little bit upset. Yeah, right. Because of that fucking reason. Why do they just forgive it? Yeah. Well, because their parents dealt with it, you yeah. fuck ass. I'm surprised this dipshit was able to place his tiki torch down for a minute to write this fucking yeah. question. He goes, fucking asshole. He goes, and while we're at it, how about those Jews and killing Jesus? Yeah. They got over it, right? Yeah. No. I mean, they should still apologize for killing Jesus. <laughs> they should. <laughs> but instead, they're really good at making money now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. There's a whole lot of other stuff, too. Like, we were able to... <coughs> sorry. Uh, they were able to... to uh, The other groups that you mentioned were able to integrate into United States society, and they were able to, in most cases, thrive incredibly comparatively to the African-American population. And uh, in the cases of Jews, they got into a lot of different industries that you still probably, you, I'm saying you, writer of this, as a as a racist and probably anti-Semite, still claim that they are controlling and they are controlling some sort of secret uh, bank, blah, 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 whatever yeah. the hell the anti-Semites say. But then the Italians, they found their way into the mob and they found their way into other legitimate businesses. And they were able to do a lot of things with legitimate businesses. And the Irish Americans were able to find their way into legitimate businesses and a whole lot of other stuff because they were still uh, da, 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 white. They were still they were fucking still, white. They were still white, yes. But back in the day, you have to realize in early America... Things weren't so black and white. No. It was all ethnicity. It was puritanical. Basically what it was, anybody the British felt like fucking, that's what it was. Yeah. And uh which is everyone. Yeah, which they yeah, they fucked everyone. They were fucked Holy everyone. Shit. It's amazing how a small little fucking island floating off in the North Atlantic fucked the whole world. They really did. Just because they had a great navy, they're like, we're going to sail here. Yeah. Fuck them. We're going to sail here. Fuck them. We're going to sail over here. Yeah. Now mean, we're going to fuck them, too. My God, they they conquered the Polynesian Isles with spam. Yeah. They <laughs> well, had, actually, that was an American thing. But, uh, they had uh, India. They had a yeah. lot of China. They had a lot of whole things. Uh, you know, the funny thing about it, too. of the known world. Yeah. At the t- <laughs> Holy shit. And the thing, too, is, uh, like, Temple of Doom makes that case a bit, when there's the guy that's there talking about Pankot Palace. And there's the uh, the guy that, and they're like, is it still under imperial rule? And he goes, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. And the whole thing, too, is that is that the reason that that all went away is because we eventually just said, ah, you're all right. You're all right. That's fine. Whatever else. But then the African-Americans, we never did that. No. And in most cases, we still don't do that. And I still say this with the most regard for everyone here. We still just have a whole fuck ton of crimes against African-American population. Like we do the, the worst possible things to them in general under the guise of security or safety, whatever else, with all the shootings and everything else. Like that lady that walked into the wrong apartment in Texas. Yeah, and shot the homeowner. And shot the homeowner that was African-American because she thought that he was breaking into her apartment. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, she was breaking the his <laughs> yeah. apartment. She walked into him. his apartment and shot him. Because he wouldn't back down. This is his fucking apartment. Yeah, why should he? There was the guy in Florida who was who saved a whole lot of people from an active shooter by shooting the guy. And police came in and shot, shot that guy. Him. Because yeah. he was African American. That's why. That is why. See, there's some cases <coughs> that uh that I don't agree with. Uh but some I do. When it comes to like Trayvon Martin. Sure. You know, that dipshit should have been convicted and be in prison right now. He murdered Trayvon Martin. Yeah, the the yeah. the yeah. Weird guy. Yeah, the weird guy who the neighborhood watch guy. Yeah. I mean yeah. the neighborhood watch. He's just like, I'm just here to shoot people. Yeah, he should be in prison. When it comes to Ferguson, Missouri, though, you know, the cops were well within the right of what happened. I don't remember that one as much. Yeah, I remember there being a, a really big yeah. deal there. But yeah. there's been enough. There's been enough. It's on the other side of that where it's like, why? Why would you? Why Why would you shoot him? And they're yeah. like, ah, I don't know. At the time, it seemed like I should. Like, why? It was dark. Well, another another one is, too, and I forget where it happened, but there was a uh, African-American fellow, a concealed weapons permit holder, that yeah. when the cops stopped him, he said, Officer, I have a concealed weapon. I have it. And the cops shot him for it. He was a... Everything legal. Everything legal as you could be in the state he lived in. I don't know which one it was. Just because? Just shot yeah, him? Yeah, shot him. He said, sir, I have a weapon with me. I have a concealed weapons permit. And his uh, fiance, or girlfriend, or whatever, wife, uh, I'm not certain, recorded the whole incident. <laughs> and the cop's like, don't reach for it. Don't reach for it. And he's like, I'm not. Bam, bam, bam. That's fucked up. Yeah, and so you get to this that is question. An American citizen, you know, <laughs> well within his rights to own that firearm. Yeah, and they shot him. And I'd like to, I I would love to think that wasn't race related. <laughs> love to think that, because we live in the greatest nation on earth. But had that been, you know, somebody else, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Had it been his his yeah. drinking buddy. Yeah. Carl. Carl. If that was Carl. Probably all right. Yeah. He you know? Oh, well. That's well, you're just uh, exercising your First Amendment right. There's second a... Second Amendment, sorry. There's a, uh, there's a show with Jeff Daniels. I don't know, I don't know if you've seen the show where he was a, the... Um, he was a commentator or something on a TV show and then ends up going on a... He ends up running for office. Yeah. And he has that speech about how America is no longer the best country in the world. That was good, yeah. The, yeah. The, the newsroom or whatever. It's yeah, called. and it, that that speech really kind of captures this whole reason as to why. It's like, it's not yeah. necessarily that, that we are the greatest country anymore. We were. We, we honestly do really have some problems. We do. And the fuck of it is, is that this is why we probably have problems. Because you're sitting there saying, why don't they just forgive it? Yeah. Why don't they just forgive slavery? Like, why don't we, why don't, you know, why doesn't in a whole ethnicity forgive the fact that they were, they were illegally at the time, probably not illegally, but they were made to work for zero money 
for them and their like three generations of their family and then yeah. given zero anything after they were freed and said, oh, well, you're free now. Make it on your own. They're like, okay, I'm, I'm here. I can't get back to there. Yeah. Even if I did, I've never seen there. Can I have something? And they go, yeah, sure, you can have something. And then when they went to claim it, they were like, no, you can't have it. We're not going to give it to you. And they go, oh, okay, great. What do I got to do? And they go, I don't give a shit. You do whatever you're going to do. Yeah. And then, By the way, Jim Crow laws. Yeah, and then like 200 years later, they're still like, oh, you have to use that fucking water fountain over there. Not this one that I use because you're, you know, different. And then uh, and then they're like, my daughter should go to school uh, with with everyone else. And they go, no, no, that's a different school altogether. It's a public school, right? Yeah. And then it's like, my taxes pay for that, too. It's like, nope, no, your taxes don't pay for that. Uh, they may. I have no idea because I'm just a racist ass fucking Southerner. And so then it, <laughs> like at that point, you just go, it's been in the last like. My father was born in 1960, you know, so he was alive when this whole thing was playing out in Alabama, you know, so I am not that far from when segregation was removed in this country. My father was alive when they had to actually have a fucking National Guard members Allowing people to come to a school in Alabama. Right. You know, and you go like, you know, like, how can they just forgive slavery? Because we fucking haven't let them. We weren't like, welcome. We're really sorry. Welcome. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, we were like, you're faster and stronger than we are with bigger dicks. You're going (laughs) to still be worse than we are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie Robinson, my ass. God damn it. Yeah. And then from time to time, we like to try and assert our dominance by doing really fucked up things, which is why Caucasian man writing this question. And I know you're a Caucasian because you wrote this fucking question. We, in general, and you, specifically Caucasian man writing this question, make the rest of us Caucasian men, I'm a Caucasian man, I don't know if you've always been able to tell listening to just how we answer some of the questions. We're not cool. We are the white bread of America. Yeah, we're as white as it gets. Yes. Um, We, 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 and you, you are the reason... Why they cannot fucking forgive slavery. You, you specifically, question asker, are the reason why this kind of shit doesn't get forgiven. Because you don't let them heal. You don't let the country heal. And then we, the rest of us that are actually completely okay with African Americans, want them to be part of the society. Because it makes America great. Bringing cultures into the country makes the country great. We all better we all get better by bringing other cultures in and you you shit tard fuck mcgee can't get past the fact that you think your white bread world and your caucasian male fuckery needs to persist past the point where you can fucking live in a world that is so white bread and you are so scared of other cultures coming in that are going to diminish your culture that you can't let them forgive true and that's the great thing about our nation. And I'll stick up for it. Because I'm, 
On St. Patty's Day, anyone can wear the green. On Cinco de Mayo, <clears throat> anyone could go get a taco and drink a, drink a Corona. Yeah. Even though Coronas yeah. taste like shit balls. Oh, yeah. But, you know what? I don't like Coronas. I'm just using... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're gross. But that's the great thing about our nation. It's because we get to celebrate different cultures. Yeah. And that one makes us uniquely American. Do you think that do you think that if the, the African Americans though had like a drinking event that we adopted, they would all of a sudden be just absorbed in some sort <laughs> yeah. of way? Because you brought up Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. And uh even though regarding, you know, our yeah. latest president, it's a little bit different. Well, and uh St. Patrick's Day, you know, like they there's this adoption of certain holidays where it's like we're all that ethnicity for a day. You know what? Then that's my call out <laughs> to all of our black friends and family and our, and our listeners. You guys need to create a holiday where we just all get shit-faced together. <laughs> yes. Just it seems like that. that's the way to do it. And guess what we're going to do? <clears throat> this guy that, answered, that asked this question is going to show up and we're just going to beat the shit out of him. Yes. Maybe we just call it the fuckening. Yeah, the fuckening. We're going to drink all the beer we possibly can and beat the shit out of Brad. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. This is our holiday. Like if somebody yeah. has their, if somebody has a t-shirt chucked into their, tucked into their shorts or a t-shirt tucked into their sweatpants, they're getting a talking to at least. Yeah. <laughs> I see you carrying around a tiki torch <coughs> and you're like, why can't you just get over slavery? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna throw a fucking beer bottle at your head. <laughs> we'll take yeah. back the fucking yeah. equality, goddammit. We'll take it back. Take it back. <laughs> hey, you wanna come and see us do stand up? You definitely can coming up. Johnny Max Good Times Tavern in Rock Springs, Wyoming, January 17th, starting at 8 o'clock. Tickets are available at the door. You can see Bill and I do stand up. Again, Johnny Max Good Time Tavern, January 17th at 8 o'clock. Hope to see you there. All right, next question. I have recently rekindled an old romance with a wonderful guy. Only one thing mars our relationship. We, When we go out to eat, we don't carry on a conversation past occasional chit-chat. The problem may be... That while he's a speedy eater, I'm slow. I feel bad about not being able to talk and chew fast enough to keep up. So he finishes well before me and ends up waiting quite a while until I polish off my meal. Can you offer any suggestions on how to come to a compromise where dinner isn't a race to the finish line, but an experience full of laughter and discussion? Well, first of all, you could stop dating competitive eaters <laughs> <laughs> you you feel like this yeah. guy's like the the uh what kobayashi is, yeah kobayashi <laughs> yeah. where he's just like whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. he's like i just ate 50 hot dogs yeah and you're not done with your crab legs lady yeah. this is horse shit i'll just sit here quietly and scorn you from afar from across the table what what i think is <laughs> <laughs> like he's yeah. just bad mouthing her for not yeah. eating as fast. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, round eye, eat yeah. faster. Yeah. What I think might be the more more applicable thing is that 
she rekindled this old love, and he's like, I remember her being a lot more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go out to eat, and he's like, God, she's so boring. Yeah. I just need to cram this into my mouth hole yeah. before she starts asking me about the weather again. <laughs> it's hot, lady. Yeah. It's hot. I just want to eat this food. Yeah. Go home, bang. Yeah. And you leave. And then get back to my fantasy football. Yeah. No, I... Uh, I actually am a fast eater. I'm a really fast eater when it comes to just sitting down and eating. I will, I don't know what it is. I've never been a slow eater. And I worked in, um, I mean, Bill, you might have had this too. Were you, uh, were you working manual labor and you get 30 minutes of lunch, you know? So you cram your breakfast when you're getting to work. And then while you're on manual labor, if you you don't bring it to work, you have to run and get it and then cram it and then get back to work and then you go back to work. So, I mean, you yeah. just get in the habit of really just whatever you're eating, you're inhaling it. Yeah. You no know, fighting, so, you just put it in your mouth, yeah. swallow like a python. Yeah, and you just get in the habit of doing that. It's not something that you actually think about doing. It's not like you're actually going, I'm going to not taste everything I'm eating. I'm just going to fucking go after it. You just get in the habit of just eating quicker. Yeah. You know, so this guy might have that, you know, but also there are things that will make you slow down. Good conversation is the one of them. So if she's just sitting there like, you know, I saw Karen the other day and he's like, yeah, Yeah. what's Uh, Karen uh, doing? uh, 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 uh." And he's heard about Karen like three times that week. And he's heard about Karen and her fucking bitch mom each of those three times and the story hasn't really changed and you haven't brought up any new conversation topics the entire fucking time and you haven't really come up with a good pun about Karen and her mom or a good joke about any of it, then yeah, he's going to fucking cram that shit down because he's probably been conditioned to cram that shit down because he has to get back to something that's probably more important. Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) Or... (laughs) Whatever, you know, or whatever else. He's Texas, yeah. buddy. I just saw the waitress a thong. Hot. <laughs> yeah. Whale tails. <laughs> Whale Ooh, yeah. tail. Yeah. No, my guess is that he really is just kind of like, uh, I'm just going to get this thing down. And if you actually were to come up with a conversation topic that was worth a goddamn, then right? maybe, you know, maybe he'd be like, well, let's talk about that for a second while I'm eating. And then we'll have a good conversation and laughter. The whole thing is like, I'm just, I'm going to be a slow eater, so go ahead. Uh, and then while the conversation goes on, he's like, how's that food? I see you're eating it slowly. Yeah. Is it cold? That's is gross. It, uh, is it good while you're eating it slowly? So uh, I'm dying slowly. <laughs> Why did you eat this? We're all dying slowly, really. Uh... Someday our sun's gonna absorb our earth. Yeah, there's a there's a sale at uh, our descendants are gonna burn. Yeah, there's a death. There's a sale at Macy's now, right now. We can get some slacks, pretty cheap. Yeah. I wish I had some old board games that involve pegs and dice. <laughs> it's more entertaining than this. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it seems like you rekindling an old romance. Might not really be enough to make dinner exciting. a fucking exciting experience. 
in general. Yeah. Why don't so, you just go to Raging Waters? Fine. Yeah. Dinner isn't exciting as you would Yeah, hope. give him a sandwich and yeah. shove him down a fucking water slide for fuck's sake. Yeah, go to Six Flags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lady, I just, I, wanna, I want you to just, I like that you wrote in this question. That's fine. Whatever. You wrote this question. But I, d- I noticed that you didn't say, what can I do? What can I do? See, you said, what's a solution? I have a few. I'm sure you do, too. Yes. Go ahead, Bill. Um, one, every question he asks you, answer back in a lock, stock, and two-barrel movie quote. <laughs> <laughs> or train spotting. Any of them. Any, Guy Ritchie movies are great for uh, one-liners yes. and movie quotes. And then they would, just be, they would just be confusing, if nothing else. Yeah. That'd Unless he's a huge Guy Ritchie fan, then he'd be then he would probably be catching them in stride. But and otherwise, then, and then it's a good entertaining dinner. Yeah, it's you fantastic. guys can have a convo about Guy Ritchie and the movies and why why Pikeys are all of a sudden super interested in some of the things. Right? Why uh, why Jason Statham wasn't more famous than he was early on? You you can have a good conversation about a lot yeah. of things and match every bite he does. But look him right in the eyes while you do it. All wide-eyed, just... Um, um. Everybody does just do one, too. Just staring him right in the fucking just eyes. Just like Vinny the Tooth? Yeah, just like it. <laughs> yes. That you could do that. You could do that, absolutely. I would, actually, I would actually be enamored during a Vinny the Tooth dinner, yeah. to be honest with you. And just or- like, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> oh, it's a Vinny the Tooth thing. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm all right with this. Let's talk about this. Yeah, let's go. Let's go into this whole thing. Well, oh man, I haven't excuse? seen Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels in a really long time. Fucking good movie. Too long, in fact. I really need to watch that whole fucking movie again. Oh god, again. yeah. That was one of the best ones. You know the one, the only one I haven't really gotten into of his that were in that whole, that whole series, right? Because yeah. Guy Ritchie, he married Madonna and did the yeah, and then he got weird thing, but he did Rock and Rolla. That was the yeah. last one he did. That had uh, that had um, Gerard Butler and uh, Idris Elba. Yeah, and uh, I saw like twenty minutes of it and was like, "Fuck, this is interesting," and had to go back to work. And then <laughs> I haven't seen it since. So the other ones like uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, and Snatch, and what was the other one that he did? Uh, Train spotting. Train spotting. That well, train spotting is super good. Oh fuck yeah, it's good. That is early Richie, and that is super good with yeah, all the heroin addicts. It was tops on that. Was- <laughs> the train spotting one. If you if you haven't seen train spotting, please watch it. It's about a bunch of heroin addicts. It's fucking amazing. Not but that, that one's- heroin addiction is amazing in any way. No, but that one is Just- good. It was it's a good portrayal of heroin addicts and what they have to deal with. It has um, what's the guy that played um. Oh God! What's the guy that played uh, um, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi? Yeah, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Thank you. Yeah, yeah Ewan McGregor's in it. He does a fucking fantastic job in Train Spotting. God damn, he does oh, a good job. One of the best. It's not necessarily in the straight line that uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and and Snatch and Rock and Roller are in. They are they are in what you would call now like a cinematic universe. Those three movies, I guess. They are in the same kind of timeline. Same kind of characters are in those three movies. Yeah. 
Um, but Train Spotting is by itself, and it is amazing. You watch, watch that and have fun. Yeah, I could quote Snatch. Yeah. Beginning to end. And yes. I would, if I went to dinner with an ex-flame and she quoted that movie to me and I could quote back, I still wouldn't propose, but it'd be a better time as we're both shoveling <laughs> food in our fucking mouths. Yeah. You know, and lady, you can literally co- come up with anything. Like, a- like ask him any Jeopardy question. Literally anything. Ask him if you should bleach your butthole. <laughs> That's sure, sure to be a big topic of a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Even without anal sex, you're like, yeah. like no anal sex whatsoever. And you're like, so how do you feel about bleach buttholes? Yeah, I would do it. And then yeah. take a big bite of that tomato <laughs> out of your salad. <laughs> <laughs> Just just fucking throw it for a loop. Yeah. The whole fucking thing for a loop. Just come up with some crazy ass shit. Yeah. Just can't, That's the whole just, thing. I would just eat when he's silent and he's just scarfing that fucking yeah. food in his hole. I just say outlandish shit like, you know, my dad never really was the same after Vietnam. You know, because he's not just shoving it in there. Yeah. He's competitive in eating. He's well, yeah, even if he's not. Like when I've been sitting there blah, blah, blah. when I've been sitting there at a really boring dinner date, right? I'll eat at my normal pace, which is fast. Again, we've talked about this. And I'm just like, yeah. The conversation is real shit. Just yeah. Uh cuz the guy's wanting to get This is the weird thing about this. If he's eating quicker and he's not stopping to have a convo with you, He's either okay with waiting afterwards or he wants it to get done as soon as humanly possible. That's kind of the trick. Maybe there's some boning on his mind. Yeah, or he doesn't give a shit about what you're saying. At all. You know, like he just... Maybe you're boring. Yeah, maybe he's just bored by the dinner. He doesn't give a shit about it. He just wants to get it over as soon as possible so he can go back home and maybe have his way with you, and then go back about his other boring things he does. So then if you if you come up with literally anything, like if you come up with literally fucking anything that's not the normal shit he hears every fucking day, then you're going to win. You're going to fucking win. If you give every him the bleach asshole time. thing, <laughs> then he's going to be like, wait, what? What? Did yeah. you just say bleach asshole? He's going to slow down. Yeah. He's going to fucking slow down. Guaranteed. And you're going to have a lovely conversation. What you want is going to be excited. Yeah. Just go like this. Hey, uh, did you pull out last week? And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> just literally yeah. fucking anything that's a little bit alarming. Just, <laughs> just, just chowdery a bit. <laughs> did you pull out last week? Whether I got gas or you owe me $500 a month of child support. Yeah. Just something. Yeah. Just something, just, 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 just weird. Like, hey, uh, I noticed your car's a bit gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah. That's just something that's weird. Alex Trebek yeah. raped a girl. Not really. Because yeah. he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Because she didn't ask in the form of a question. <laughs> What is? I'm going home now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he couldn't. 
Because it was always in the form of a question. That's a good joke. Anyway, you could bring any of that shit up. Just do anything, but watch him eat very fast. Yeah. Don't just sit there and watch him and then just go, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm slow. I'm sorry I'm eating slow. I'm sorry that you're, that you're so quick and I'm slow. The weather's rough. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry. I'm glad Sorry. we got back together. And he's like, yeah, I'm fucking real glad myself. God damn this yeah. fucking shit. Fuck dick. Time shit. of my life, lady. Yeah. Really making it seem like a good move there, Karen. Yeah. All you do is talk about your fucking painting. <laughs> <laughs> and your ex-boyfriend's girlfriend. <laughs> you piece of shit. Uh, you don't need to talk about the Instagram and Facebook of your yeah. ex girlfriend's your ex boyfriend's ex girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Just stop being such a a waif, a piece of white bread garbage at dinner. Maybe bring up something interesting. Have some flashcards. Whatever you have to. Whatever. Watch some movies and ask him about them. <laughs> Whatever you have to do, just be not boring as fuck. <laughs> you could just be like, damn, this wine is drier than your grandma's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to excuse myself and go have some tequila shots at the bar. Yeah. You sit here, finish that fucking salad, speed eater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll wait to get my food till you finish, you cock. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Just literally anything. What did you have to do? Burp to taste that steak you just ate? Dipshit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything. Just literally anything besides what you're currently doing. Fuck off, lady. <laughs> hey, everyone. You want a question answered? You want to just send us some hate mail? You definitely can at our website at illadvised.podbean.com, our Twitter at DearIllAdvised, our Gmail, DearIllAdvised at gmail.com. And our Facebook page, newly minted Facebook page, at Dear Ill-Advised. All right, we're going to do something a little bit different. Something different. This is the first time we've ever done this. We want to give you a question and and somebody that answered that question, and we're going to talk about that. And it's it's funny. This is why we're not answering this question, because the person that answered it... (laughs) It's funnier, I think, than anything we could have come up with, maybe. <laughs> so, but it is a question to a prostitute, I guess. So, anyways, the question is, what's the smallest John Cocktoastin? I, I assume that means penis. Yeah. You've seen. And what's the largest? Were you intimidated by its enormousness? And she writes back, or answers back, rather. The biggest cock I ever got to see, I never even got to play with. I got to touch it with my hands, but then went to go get a magnum from my girlfriend next door. And when I came back, he only wanted to talk about how much he hated his kids and his wife for 90 minutes. (laughs) The smallest was a micropenis. Probably about two inches. I don't have condoms for penises that size. So we cuddled, used toys, massage. I gave him a hand job. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> That's the funniest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. So lot. first off, there's a whole lot of internet stuff about people asking hookers things. Yeah. Which is a treasure trove of stuff. You should get online and find these ask hooker things because oh, they are genius. You bet your fucking ass if I ever meet a prostitute one-on-one, I'm going to ask her some of the most bizarre questions yes. I can think of. That's that's actually I don't I don't ever want to I'm really weird about uh, sexual acts in general like I don't I I hardly ever get into any sort of sexual act without like explicit consent in general cuz I've always just been super weird about it. And uh, so if there was a, a, a prostitute of any kind, I would probably just hire her to do really obscure things as a joke. That'd be my thing because it'd be funny. So then these kind of things like this really kind of crack me up because I would actually ask these types of things. I would hire them for 30 minutes to, to ask them things. I have exactly the same thing I would do. I would hire a prostitute for 30 minutes. I'd be like... Will you call all these insurance places and see if you could give me the lowest quote? Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. What I would use them as for. a joke. Yeah, right. So yeah. then, so Shit then, this, I don't like to do. So then, the the fact that this lady was asked about the largest and smallest penises that she'd ever seen was funny because the tragedy behind it, if you notice, she was like, "I was kind of excited about this large penis, though not expecting it." In the history of my things, I had never dealt with something. Such a with such a, a gravity to a certain <laughs> extent, you know. It, it did and then so she right, goes, it did it hang to the left. Yeah, just gravity took it straight down. Yeah, she goes, I had to go next door because I had not dealt with this in a way. I was like, uh oh, this is my this is my uh, Aeneid, you know. I'm gonna go next door and grab a Magnum, and then we're gonna have a fucking deal about this. And then the guy goes, my fucking kids, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you want to go to Yale? Yeah, you he's go like, to yeah, fuck that Magnum. You're gonna listen to me, bitch, for ninety minutes. <laughs> you know, he's like, I'm paying you. I'm paying you, so you're gonna listen to me. I don't want you to touch my fucking humongous dick for ninety minutes. I want you to listen to my complaining for ninety fucking minutes about all the shit I have to do with on a day to day because no one else will, for fuck's sakes. No one else will, because I have a giant penis, and I can't use it anywhere now. <laughs> He's you know? just showing her text. Like, the tragedy yeah. of the guy was that he used his dick so well that now he has kids and a <laughs> wife that he hates, and that he can't use it on the person he paid to use it on, because he hates them so much, she has to listen to it. Which, that part is the most hilarious thing to me. Like, there's a tragedy to it, like... I use this fucking demon pole so well that now I have all these yeah. people I hate. And Talk- you're going to listen about it. Yeah. Talked about being cursed with a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is my cross to bear. Yeah. I sold my soul to the yeah. devil. And now I, you're going to listen to my pain about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the micro penis guy is just kind of sad, really. The micro penis guy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but there's people out there with micro penises all over the place, right? That's true. So, I mean, way to go, micropenis guys, I guess, if you can really still, you know. The the whole thing, too, is that he's just like, he buys a hooker and then goes, sorry, shiitake mushroom style, sorry, you know. <laughs> oh. And then she's like, we use toys. 
and then I gave him a hand job, which I still don't understand what the hand yeah, job would look like. It's two fucking inches. It's two inches. What'd you do? Just slick your index finger and your thumb and just yeah. go to town? Yeah, but she still did it, which, well, you know, good for her yeah, on her work her. ethic. You know, she still did it. That's right. Which I can understand. It's like it's the oldest profession. They have a good fucking work ethic. Really? No, not all of it's going to be pleasurable. Yeah, it really I don't know isn't. why Micro never did a show on Dirty Jobs and went to a brothel. <laughs> really? He would have got his money's worth there. Because he goes to places where both both parties don't genuinely enjoy their work. <laughs> yeah. No, the micro penis guy, that's sad. He's like, I have to pay women to fuck me because I have such a small dick, yet she won't even fuck me. He might not have to pay women. He might, I mean, he I, might be able to have a, a, a partner that... Whatever else. I have no idea. I don't have a micro penis. I don't know how that kind of shit well, works. I almost do. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have what I have what I have dubbed. My wife might not listen might not agree with this. I have dubbed the world's okayest penis. I've been told mine's approachable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is it's approachable. Mine is the Kevin Bacon of penises. <laughs> Mine's more like Willem Dafoe. Hard to look at, but you know it's going to do a good job. <laughs> My God. He really does a good job. Yeah, in everything but he is does. unsettling. <laughs> Very. He is unsettling. Yeah. Oh. And Boond- if you haven't seen Willem Dafoe in action, you watch Boondock Saints. Oh, that's the And best. you watch the scene after... Uh, they go into the house and it's a failed assassination attempt and one of them gets their finger shot off. It's Rocco that gets his finger shot off. Yep. And you watch that scene where he's trying to play the whole thing out and he's kind of he's kind of unkempt at that point and everyone knows he's gay and it's fine in that movie but he, he does a damn good job playing that fucking part in that scene of the movie and then you understand what Bill's talking about. <laughs> 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 Such a great actor. He really is. Yeah, he was. He was great in Aquaman too. You should probably see that. I, I, I wish I could. Yeah, and I will. So anyway, the the prostitutes in general, they are a treasure trove of information, of which I don't even have capacity to understand. That's the thing is that it's not it's not one woman. It's not like one woman would be like, oh, I have all the information. It's literally any woman that accepts money for sex would have information that any of us would probably, honestly, we could not find on the internet. It would melt our eyes to yeah. get part of that information. The Ark of the Covenant. It really it would. would. Melt our faces. It would if we got a whole look at it. But they, they carry it with them in all those areas. Where, where prostitutes are existing. And I really don't... I honestly am fine with prostitution in general unless it's forced prostitution. I hate that so much. I would not. If it's, uh, if it's like sex trade and it's forced sex trade, I hate that so much. But if it's willingly, I want to talk to them. Yeah, if they work at a brothel... Drilling <laughs> prostitutes work in a legal brothel. Yes. Which I think it should be legal everywhere. I yeah. really do. Uh yeah, I want to ask them fucking questions. It's it's insane how much 
that they might know that I don't know. You know, about literally everything. It, it doesn't even matter what the topic is. They probably have some sort of weird concept about it because some guy that they they did something with at one point in time. And if you want to know what's normal or not normal about sex in general, they're going to be able to tell you. And the whole thing is, is like what I've known about when I've talked to prostitutes that I've met like in passing. Because if you go to Las Vegas, you run into a bunch of them, right? And so once if you catch one that is just kind of fine with just hanging out with you, like you go, I'm not going to pay you to have sex with me. But I don't mind you hanging out here with my friends until you find someone that you want to, you know, like move on with, whatever else, which has happened a couple of times to me, right? And you ask them questions and whatever else, they're fine with telling you some of the weird shit that they've dealt with. And it's yeah. interesting as fuck. It's interesting. Very. I, uh, I was in Las Vegas, and uh, I hit one of the prostitutes with the weirdest of situations. And I said, hey, I have this situation that I would like to hit you with, uh, and I want to know what, you would, what it would cost me. I want you to come to my room, and I want you to not uh, say a word to me, and I want you to um, lay me down on the bed and then not touch my penis or anything, but I want you to take my penis out of, your pan- out of my pants but not take my pants all the way down. And I want you to use the edges of my pants as a handle. And then I want you to scream at my penis. (laughs) And I want you to scream nonsensically. Just scream at my penis for for 30 minutes. Just solid. I want you to scream so much that maybe you're hoarse at the end of the 30 minutes. Um, And I want you to do that. And then I want you to, at the end of it, just zip my pants up afterwards and then walk out of the room. And I said, what would that cost me? And the lady said, probably $150. And I, then I said, okay. Is that the weirdest thing you've been asked to do? And she said, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's, why, that's why these people are so interesting. Because I was doing that as a joke. But that's not the weirdest thing they've been asked to do. Why is that not the weirdest thing they've been asked to do? I was trying to come up with a weird scenario that they were going to try to do as a joke. She's like, actually, that's not, sir. Yeah, she goes, that's probably a good Wednesday. Yeah. Weirdest question I ever asked. This dude with a fucking Donkey Kong dick asked me to kill his wife and kids. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, there's that weird Asian guy that likes me to shit on a glass coffee table <laughs> while he looks up at it, screaming at me. That's actually has a name. It's called a glass bottom boat. Oh, good. Yes, I'm glad that's a thing. Oh, good. And the only reason I know that's a thing is I heard people talking about it, how they went to a biker party, and that was the cream of the crop. That was the party, the, the party trick, party favor, whatever. These dudes would get underneath the, the coffee table that had a glass top, and some lady would pee and shit on it. Hmm. Interesting. I, you always learn yeah. things with hookers. That's all I'm yeah, saying. That's right. We should, yeah, we should always learn them. things with prostitutes. I think that's our next. Show. If you meet one, if you meet one, 
don't shoo them away right away. Just ask them what they can teach you. <laughs> but non-sexual things. Non, yeah, definitely don't make it sexual. Yeah, be don't like, don't like, what can you teach me? And they're like, oh, analingus. A lot of things. And be like, no, 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 no. What could you teach me about the weirdest shit that you've dealt with? Or, hey, I'm not talking about money things. Don't teach me about money. No, 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 no. This isn't like show me how to be a man kind of things. This isn't leaving Las Vegas. This is let me uh, entertain me for a minute. I actually want to talk to one now and ask her to teach me how to ride a bike. (laughs) I never learned how to ride a bike. (laughs) Can you teach me? I always thought it'd be funny be like, I'm going to hire you for a minute to do random things. I want you to uh, go play two rounds of bowling. I want you to do it. And I want you to get above a 78. <laughs> New pottery barn in town. I don't have anyone to go with. I think we should go paint some pottery for 25 minutes. <laughs> so... <coughs> funny funny thing about this so i went to vegas for a bachelor party and um a buddy of mine goes i want to go to that green door but they don't let single men in what should i do and we go i don't know man hire a hire a prostitute or something and he goes that's just that's not a bad idea so he hires a fucking prostitute oh, shit to go to the green door not to have sex with him just to walk him in. And then he just walks in and goes, thank you for your service. And and then just goes about doing whatever the hell you do at that swingers club. Beyond that. But he just got, he just wanted to get past the door and whatever else. I have no idea what happened inside of there. But she was just like, yeah, whatever. I'll just get you in. That's fine. And so she acted like she was with him until they got inside until, and then she left. That's fair. The only reason we know that is because we caught up to her afterwards. Yeah. Where's Frankie she, at? Yeah. Well, no. She was at the... She came to the the hotel. She was frequenting the hotel we were staying at. And so he sees her early, does that, and then she comes back and we ask about it. And she goes, oh, yeah, I got him in there. I have no idea what happened when he got in there. I left. <laughs> and we were like, holy shit, we haven't seen him since. Who the hell knows what happened? And then he came back looking like he had seen, uh, you know, like The Shining. And so it was, he's horrified. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. There was some ass play. <laughs> <laughs> either way, either way. Yeah. There's so much you can learn from a prostitute. Yes. Yeah. Don't demonize them. Yeah, I mean, unless it's unless it's forced sexual. Yeah, and then probably call the cops on there. Yeah, yeah, and you know if it's if it's legal, like please, just this is legal prostitution. I'm not talking about like enjoy the conversation. Yes. Yeah, if it's human trafficking bullshit, then yeah, yeah, get them though. Yeah, call it on their behalf and And don't be creepy. Don't be creepy about this whole fucking thing. This is this is if it's legal and they're choosing yeah. to do this. Yes. Let's see if they'll build a deck with you. <laughs> I mean, 
And whatever you do, don't talk about how much you hate your wife and kids. <laughs> yeah. Or do. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, you're paying for your time, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this has been episode 44. Uh, it's always been a pleasure, as always, and we appreciate you listening and giving us questions and giving us feedback. Yes, you can give us feedback on our Facebook, at Daryl Advice. You can give us fa- feedback or questions on our Gmail, uh, DarylAdvise at gmail.com. You can give us uh, feedback on our Twitter, at Daryl Advised. What am I forgetting? I I think that's everything. Yeah, well, there's Maybe. we do have a Snapchat and, and an Instagram that we're not really using very much, so we'll talk about that later. We want to hear your questions and, and everything that you have, so please just send it to us. Give us give us some feedback on any of those things that we're monitoring constantly. Yeah, please um, do. And especially come uh, see us the 17th at Johnny yep. Max Good Time Tavern in uh, Rock Springs, Wyoming. Yep, come and see us. Show and, starts at uh, 8. Yes, please do come and see us. We'll we'll have a good fucking time. Guaranteed. Everyone is. We always have a good goddamn time when we do a stand-up set. There's always a good fucking crowd. Please come and see us. Um we you can see uh you can see us again. We're going to do an, another episode obviously in another 2 weeks and you'll be able to hear that too. But please come and see us at Johnny Max. We'd love to see you there. Oh yeah. <laughs> And we want to see you back for episode 45. 40 fucking five. Holy shit. This is awesome. (laughs) So everyone have a good night. You have a good fucking night.